This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. I want to help you add a little sizzle to your dating life. I know that when we're dating and we're getting to know somebody, it's very important early on to basically, uh, what's the best word? I can't say bond because it's hard to bond in the early phases, but to, I guess to stand out. Yeah, D, to stand out. There are some things that you can do to stand out in order to move this thing along to see whether or not this is your happily ever after. So if you want to hear five things that you can do early on during the courtship phase, the dating phase, this episode is for you. Hi, and thank you for joining Dating While Black's radio podcast. Dating While Black was created to open real dialogue between the sexes in hopes that it will foster positive exchange and help cultivate our communities. The radio segments will address issues that relates to the world, our communities, relationships, and everything in between. So sit back, relax, and we hope you enjoy this segment. Hey guys, here's five things that you can do to strengthen your connection when you're dating and getting to know a person early in the in the courtship and dating phase. And I'm not talking about early during the, you know, the preliminary questions that we do, like how many children do you have? Do you want children in the future? Those type of questions that we ask, we should be getting those out of the way pretty freaking early. You know what I mean? But I'm talking about once we get past preliminary. And we're trying to see, okay, do we mesh? You want to try to connect with them on a deeper level so you can get to know who they are at their core so you can determine quickly whether or not you want to move forward. But what it also does is it creates and establishes a bond. So I'm giving you five things that you can do. uh, And I'm going to try to uh, within 10 minutes. I think I could do this. There's more than five, but these are some great things. And if you're already implementing these things, perfect. Keep it moving. You're a rock star. Okay, so number one. Number one. First, I I will tell you this revolves around communication and uh, in-person interaction. Have five things. So number one, make sure that your conversations are uplifting and light. If you had a crappy day, you just had a crappy day, right? But let's have conversations that are uplifting and positive. Okay. Um, It goes a long freaking way. And I'm not talking about uplifted and positive as if you have to be some type of motivational speaker. But they should not subliminally associate you with drama and negativity or always got something going on. Right. So it should be positive. Conversation should be light because a lot of times we don't realize 
that we got some things within ourselves that, 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 that can be off-putting. Keep that conversation positive and light. Stick or stay away from things that are highly controversial. Because at this point, you should already know their political affiliation, if they vote or not, if that's important to you, what their stands are, are on social issues, those type of things, because you got that out of the way. This is the time when we get to know them. So stay away from negativity. Positivity is a plus. Number one. Number two. Number two. Stop talking about your ex. That's it. No discussion about it. Keep it moving. There's no need to talk about your ex. We're living in the present. Even though they may ask, give a, I've said this before, just give a general, generic answer about this until it's a safe time to talk about your experiences. Because sometimes people are quick to look for red flags and having a felt relationship, it doesn't matter if it's a marriage or not. If you're talking about it, it may trigger some things. And then the true, honest emotions that you have because you're, you're thinking about the past may make people think that you're not past it, that you're still angry, that you still miss your ex. And they don't know you well enough to really and truly know that that may not be the case. Be honest about the situation. Like, you know, things just really didn't work out. We weren't meant for each other. And keep it moving because conversation really and truly should be about you guys. Okay? So, number two, stay away from the ex-conversation or the failed relationship conversation. Just move, move. We all know if, you, if, they were, if you're in a successful relationship, you guys will not be talking. At least you shouldn't be. Okay? So, that's number two. Number three. Number three, it is very, very important to have conversations that are meaningful, that, are, that, that have depth. A lot of times people have conversations that lack depth. And that's the soul of their, their communication, their interaction. It's how is your day? Nothing's wrong with how is your day. I think you should ask. I think you should know. But the conversation shouldn't be all about how your day was, how their day was. Because to be honest with you, you can have that type of conversation with someone that you met at the coffee shop. You can have that conversation with someone at work, a random stranger on the train. That shouldn't be like the core of your conversations. Though sometimes what they've encountered throughout the day may be pretty, may be pretty interesting. Conversations that have depth revolves around you as an individual and that person as an individual. And to start those type of conversations, you can ask them things that makes them think about the past. Like when you were a kid, you know, what, who was your best friend? And uh, do you guys still talk to this day? They start going down memory lane. Who, who did you want to be like when you grew up. They start talking about, you know, a cousin or an uncle or an aunt. And they're going down memory lane and you're getting to get a bigger picture of who they are. Outside of asking questions about history in the past, you can ask them questions as it relates to um, how they feel right now. Like, who inspires you today? It could be my, my child. My mom, my sister, my aunt, 
and they tell you about their inspiration. Ask them what their thoughts are on family traditions. Then you'll get to find out how, how close and connected really their family is. Or maybe they have such a small family or a big family and they really don't, they're all over the world. You get to know a little bit more about the person. And I'm telling you this, when they share things about you, they open up. That is a gold mine. Because right then you leveled up and your interaction with them and their interaction with you is on a different level than someone else that they just met. Okay. And then moving on to the next the next thing is be open to answer the same type of questions you're trying to get out of them. Get them to talking about them. You start talking about you. That's how you build and form bonds. Next deals with interaction. When you guys hang out, make sure that you are always on point. You have that cologne, you got that perfume. Sometimes it's something that's sense, as little as sense that, that really and truly enhances your in-person interaction. Make sure you're dressed great. It doesn't have to be expensive. It just got to be right. Put in that extra, extra step into making sure that you look good for the occasion. Sometimes people, if you don't put in that extra effort and you show up like anything, a person may think that you're really not that interested. I'm going to tell you this. I walk a really, really sassy in some red heels. But I can have on the same outfit, same day, and put me on some Nike sandals. I'm not as sassy. I'm still cute, but I'm not as sassy. And I'm not by no means saying you have to wear heels, men or women. <laughs> but I'm just saying whatever it is that you put on that make you put that extra pep, put that on. You ain't going to have to do it forever. But put that on because you move differently when you feel a thousand about everything that you got going from head to toe. And again, it doesn't have to be expensive. Just smell good and, 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 and make sure that the clothes that you're as intentional in what you just chose to wear. Next, when you are in person, make sure that you're in person. Make sure that you are in person and present, meaning we don't have time to be checking our phone every five or 10 minutes. Put your phone away, be present and in the situation. I won't say in the situation, be in the moment. How many of you have been off of Facebook, on purpose, Instagram, whatever, social media, purposely made a choice to step away from it. If you have, you know the freedom that exists and it's walking away and you feel how light the world is without it. I stepped away from social media for six months and it was fluffy. It was fluffy. So just for two hours... You can, you can put that down and whatever it is, it'll wait on you. Sometimes if you're in your phone, again, it, it, it can rub someone the wrong way, thinking that you're not as interesting in person 
they're bored, or they're not really that into you. Okay? And then lastly, lastly, as far as the in-person interaction, of course, you want to be in a moment and all that type of stuff. But choose a place that you guys, neither one of you, this is a bonus, that neither one of you have been to on a date. If you've done a paint and sip party, you don't want know what that is, you've been under a rock. If you like paint and sip parties, if you've only gone with your homegirls, it's cool to do that on a date. If you've never done it, and this person's never done it, it's cool if they have. But try to find experiences that is, can be unique to both you and them so that experience can be a first of hopefully many that you guys encounter. It's something special about both of you guys discovering and exploring something for the first time together. You can do something like volunteer together. A lot of people don't do that. Do a cooking class together. See what type of things the local library is offering. Sometimes you can just go on Eventbrite, find out what type of events that are going on within your area and, and explore them. Explore them. Think outside the box. Those things alone, I gave you a bonus one. Those things alone can really and truly level up your experience, level up their experience with you to where all they want to do is be in your presence. Why? Because you're positive, you're uplifting. You don't seem like you hung up on your ex. You smell good, you look good. The conversation is bomb because they get to talk about things that they forgot about, the things that they didn't know. And they learn about things that they didn't know about you that they're not getting in other conversations with other people. Pretty soon other people become boring. There's so Just know that there's so many things that you can do. And these are some great things that you can um, implement in getting to know each other. So I went over maybe 10 minutes. But guess what? This is like a 15-minute episode. So that's good for me. And um, take these to heart. Learn from them. And see how your experience grows. And with that, this is D, and I'm out. Bye. And this concludes this episode. Thank you for so much for your support. Again, you can always check us out on all social media platforms at Dating While Black can check out our website and learn how to become a subscriber at www.datingwhileblackpodcast.com.